Hello, hello, this is Mr. Authentic838, and we are back with another episode of the Unpacking Podcast. And we are here with the 3 0 Motown Gamers. Can you give us a hello, soul? <laughs> What's happening, good people? What's happening? And we got that man, Christopher Robbins. He's back in the building. Yo, yo, what up? Man, hey, I just want to let everybody know that I appreciate everyone that sent their prayers in for Chris, man. Everything's good, everything's good. Definitely appreciate that as well. Yeah, looking for a brighter future right now. Right. Okay, okay. Well, that's good, man. How's everything? First off, man, how was your Father's Day? Oh, man, we good. We enjoyed Father's Day. Got to eat, laugh, and, you know, be with family and a little man. That's good. That's good. That's good, man. I'm sorry for your loss and everything. I know your Father's Day sucked. Yeah. But, I mean... Everything, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, and whatever. So Definitely. just take it one time, one day at a time. Um, so quick question. Juneteenth, federal holiday. How do you feel? Talk about it. Go ahead, Motel. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. No, no, man, Chris. You go ahead and go first, baby. I'm, I'm asking you. Chris, yeah, then I'll get first. to him in a minute. Come closer, young one. Come closer. Well, what uh, is your what is your feel on it, Chris? First, it's it's a bandaid on a broken leg. Um, Explain they, that. They, they skipped too much, man. Honestly, you went from you know reparations or uh, you know. Explaining and putting out there, you know, the slavery and things that y'all are taking out of history books down here. I mean, we are in Texas. Let's be realistic about it. Um, they took us completely out, completely out of the history because uh, now if you look at a history book, man, you are indentured servants. Meaning, well, um, that's a different conversation, though. Not that, but that's all mm-hmm. it is, though, because they skipped over addressing all of this and fixing it. To straight to oh hey we gonna go ahead and put you give y'all a holiday now all of a sudden well I think it's a small step and it's not a we didn't complete a war because the war on race systemic racism is never over because it, they're it always be. yeah it never will be but it is a victory in a in a battle because it is one step uh, it's one step close to the in the right direction from something we didn't have once before. And especially for black people. We got a month, now we got a, a holiday. You know? And we did it, get Martin Luther King. You know? So, Martin Luther King... But you got, you got to think about it. So, although they gave us this holiday, that's, that's good and understandable, but honestly, look at how much went on just for them to give us this. If, oh. they didn't, if they didn't do this to take your mind off of all this other stuff that we're supposed to be addressing, they skipped a lot of it. Just for this, and this is going to, quote, unquote, pretty much make a lot of people stop. Oh, we got something <clears throat> now. It pretty much pacify no. everybody. <laughs> well, from what he's yeah. saying is it'll, it'll slow down whatever everybody have going on because they'll be too busy celebrating they don't want no more. Yeah, they don't want no more riots. They don't want no more fights. And they don't want y'all acting out no more. 
So of course uh, they gonna give you something to settle you down. No that's man, no, no, no. I feel like that's some. I hope it's some. Well, let me. May well let's let's break that down in a whole. Well, before we get there, how do you feel, Motown? <laughs> <clears throat> so this, I. <laughs> For one one thing, I feel like it's a slap in the face. So mainly because it took this long to give us a fucking holiday for something happened how many years ago? Sure. Compared to everybody else who get their stuff expeditiously. Over 55 MLK years. died over, what, 40 to 50-something years ago. He been had his day. But yet, the removal of slavery, we got to wait a few more hundred years in order for that to finally become a federal holiday. Make that make sense to me. Why did it take so long to make this a federal holiday, but not the other one? Because it's like, like the government always does, they have different agendas to do other stuff to take your attention away from what they're doing, which mainly for us in Texas is taking everything out of the schools. Yep. So now we're going to have to put it upon ourselves to educate ourselves on our history, which, hell, most of us don't even know where we actually came from. So not only do we have to pretty much go in and find the hidden files that's hidden on American history. We also have to do our own test to figure out where we're actually from. So, and that's a whole nother issue. Let's just be honest. We had to do that anyway. Exactly. So, I feel like, okay, let's let's paint this picture. You know, some people are feeling like they want to take slavery out of the history books because it paints white America as their villain. Which they were right. But, uh, now hold on. Let me, let me unpack this. <laughs> okay, that's what we here for. So come on with it. It paints <clears throat> white America as the villain, which white America doesn't want to be painted as the villain. So they erase. They're trying their best to erase and eradicate. Whitewash. Hold on. They're trying to erase and eradicate certain type, certain parts of history, so that way. They don't look like the the evil and the bad person, which uh-huh. you know, which is wrong. Now, the thing is, like what you said to quote back on what you said, Motown, is you're right. A lot of black people don't know their own heritage, they don't know their own history, and they, you know, a lot of people don't like to read or pick up a book. You know what I mean? So, in that same sense. You know, you have to, if you want your kids, and I don't mean to shoot this as a shot at people, but, you know, when it comes to training your kids to know about their own history that you already have to teach them, the parent has to step up as well. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, a lot of the stuff, in a, if you was to ask me a lot of uh, questions about black history a couple of, maybe a couple of years ago, I could I couldn't tell you a lot neither, but I started reading the books. I started digging deep because I wanted to know more about it. And I feel like the more that I learn, the more I'll be able to teach my daughter because she's not going to get that type of education in school because we're, we live in white America. This is not Africa. This is not, you know, this is the, the land of the free alleged and, <laughs> and where we're living in. So I do see where y'all are coming from as it being a, I guess like a slap in the face. Well, no, I wouldn't say a slap in the face. I do understand where you're coming from when you say that they're just giving you something to shut up on. But we as black people have to keep the same energy 
because yes, we did get, you know, the one thing I know about Amer- uh, black people is they give us uh, they give us a treat and we take the treat and we run off, you know, and or the bone or whatever the case is. But we got to stop doing that. We got to keep the same energy. We got to keep getting. We got justice for ju- uh, we got justice for George Floyd. He got the George Floyd bill. I don't know if it got passed yet. Now we got uh. Uh, Juneteenth is a federal holiday, but well, guess what? We still haven't got justice for reparations. <laughs> well, reparations in that sense too. But Breonna Taylor, you know, Breonna Taylor still didn't get any justice for her for her uh, mishap that happened with the police. So but she ain't the she ain't the only. That's the bad part about it though. She's not the only one. It's still a couple of countless more that haven't got their, you know haven't got justice for their family. For sure, uh, it's still a lot like going on. There's, it's and still a long road is basically what we're saying. 100%. Right. And I don't, and I think y'all are absolutely right. 100% that you shouldn't, this is a great day to get, you know, we won, we got a little peace. <clears throat> Amen. That's something that I'm happy for. It's nice to be excited, but now it's time to continue to stay at work. Right. But now we have to, to keep down. pushing because we have to, we as black people definitely need to understand our value in in a white America because white America was built off of the blacks of the backs of slaves 100% you know so and they're not slaves you hang on wait they're not not slaves anymore they're indentured servants that's what they got in the books now we don't give a that, damn that, about them indentured that's servants why I, that's why I said that earlier because I'm like I'm with Markel on that everybody else got their holiday we celebrate St. Patrick's Day we celebrate Columbus uh, you know for Stealing land that was already inhabited. Uh, we we got all these days. It's all that we celebrate and stuff like that. But we never had our day when our day was right there with history, folks. Right there in history too. Let me ask y'all a question now. Do y'all have a bias to fit if we also get a day for single de Mayo? No. Well, we get the. But you say no. You got you got single de Mayo. Is it a federal That's holiday? Recognized. That's a good question. No I'm not 100 percent sure. Is single de Mayo a federal holiday? I gotta Google that. I'm not sure. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, hold on. Before we start running our mouth, let's get facts. I'm trying to figure out, did I work single to my... I don't think well, so. Well, I mean, everybody works on certain no. days, except for... If it's a federal holiday, but I But single work. to Mayo, I know we work on. Because I know I work it all the time. You work on it. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm joking. Well, well, take that back, because we still work on federal holidays, too. It's only it's only two holidays that we don't work on with Pepsi, and that's Christmas and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Every other day, we might get paid for it, but we still got to work. So, I don't know. You have to Google that one see Cinco de Mayo is, but you got to think about it though. Cinco de Mayo is was is nationally represented around the United the U.S. though. Now in Mexico, it's not that big of a deal, but over here it is. Let me see. Because you got to think about it. They got their whole boxing matches and yeah, support see? Cinco de Mayo. So Cinco de Mayo is a federal holiday since two thousand and five. So yeah, so you got all of that, but yet why why are we getting ours fifteen, what, sixteen years later? Compared to when emancipation first happened a couple hundred years. (laughs) Well let's just be honest about it. Let's just be honest about it. Realistically, the only reason why I feel like that they're pander that people are pandering to the black community is because there's so much thing that's there's so much there's so much wrong being done to the black community and even though the black community at one point was you know branching out and saying something then now it's getting more attention like my daddy said like uh 
like uh, uh what's his name? Which one? Uh, the, the last episode we did. He Troy? said that. Oh, your dad. Um, Troy. No, Troy. the last episode. Um, with Anthony. He said that um, the only reason why this situation blew up as big as it was because you couldn't ignore it. You know, it's, when George Floyd got murdered, you couldn't ignore it. That's and, right, but you could you couldn't ignore it because either your business was getting burned down, people were in the streets, or it was more. It, they looked at it as from an aspect of this. <clears throat> the only reason why this is a federal holiday now is because federally. This was messing up the economy, the system. Business was getting broken down. Towns were having to spend a million dollars on getting buildings and uh, you know stuff fixed back up because of all this stuff. So yeah, this affected the economy. This is why this is why we put the whole ride into place. But we are bad people for riding when, if you look out history, every change, every occurrence, it was either a riot or a war that caused it to be a change. And, you, and, and it's sad gotta- to say that we that we gotta have something to be noticeable for you to actually change it when we are in history. You know you messed us over in history. You're absolutely right. It's it's <clears throat> it's weird to say that. So, As a back in the day, the the um Mount the um, Martin Luther King exactly would have happened though. Hold on. For, for, go ahead. If Martin Luther King back in the day Martin Luther King's way worked but now we're more leaning towards Malcolm X because the best way to get people's attention is to act radical. But check this out, though. Not only that, America got exposed for what they really are. Oh yeah, Donald Trump. America man. got exposed for what they really are because that went worldwide. We had motherfuckers across the world that we don't even know was like that's what they've been doing in the hundreds of years, and now America like oh shit. We've been pretty much neglecting the black community for a while. Now we have to do something to make amends to let everybody else know that America is <clears throat> allegedly trying to make things better, even though they're a couple of hundred years short. And now that every day realize that it messed with their money, it messed with businesses, it messed with trade, because that didn't just hurt America alone. That hurt everything worldwide. And once money started fluctuating worldwide, like, wait a minute, you talking about the land and the free still doing the black flag like that? Nah, bro, we good. Because what they don't tell you about is how much possible businesses that they did lose during that from different places, people and places that pulled out of being in uh, partnership with America, which is what I think happened. I have no facts to back this up. This is just me thinking about it. But if you see a country handling business the way that you wouldn't like them to handle business, first thing you would do is cut ties. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I can relate to that, too. I mean, we yeah, don't I mean, know, but we... Think about this. Think about how many countries Israel has really fought with, and they've always remained a few of their allies. And, of course, they lost people along the way because of what their stances are. But depending on what's going on, you lose... <laughs> You lose allies and sometimes you gain some. And I think America lost a lot of people that they was possibly doing business with. Now, of course, they'll never tell you that because that'll show how much. Uh, I'm trying to see how what, what I think makes sense. Donald Trump probably. Oh, he heard it more than everybody. Well, and then everything sure. going on just amplified the division that was here that has always been here that the world never really paid attention to necessarily because they control well, the outside media. I won't lie to you. I know the world paid attention to it, but in some areas, they're just worse off than 
United States, pretty much. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy to say that we are in trillion-dollar debt and we make our own money. But our money still outweighs certain countries and certain other things over there. So, a lot of people knew. a lot of, Like I say, a lot of people know. They don't care. But the fact, like, it just got to this point to where, all right, now trades have been affected. Now, you know, even over here, even just by them tearing up, tearing up this town square, breaking down police department doors, busting in the, like, big local businesses, stuff like that, it affected stuff that, you know, that you that we really want to keep running and going the right way for them. They want to keep their police stuff. So when you start tearing up a police station, they got to build a whole nother one that's costing money out of taxpayer dollars, you know, taxpayer dollars that people don't want to pay. People getting upset, people, you know, walking out on jobs because of stuff like this, going protesting and tearing up stuff. When you start affecting things within your own small circle, it gets your it gets the attention of the people that it's affecting. Like a lot of people started hurting businesses. Well, who owns most of your businesses? Yeah. That's why a lot of stuff got torn up. Right. Let's just be honest. They were mad at somebody, which it had to be. Sorry, it was a black and white deal, but they were mad at white people. Most people know, hey, you might be renting this building. You might be renting this building from somebody. But I'm guarantee it's not a black-owned building, so I'm gonna go ahead and tear this building up. Well, although it's gonna, although it's gonna affect all of us tax-wise, when all this stuff started, most people just saw color. But as you look in history, you got the Boston Tea Party. You got where they throwing, they had to ride to get changes for that. Right. And every occurrence is a, it's a ride. Like I say, it's a ride or a war for stuff like that, and that's just what happened. It's human nature at the end of the day. Well, people just get tired. That's what I'm saying. Just human yeah, nature. Of course you, if, are. you, you if get you tired of being mistreated. In a diplomatic way, it ain't working. So, um. <laughs> well, it's the, it's the problem is because people's privilege don't understand that people that without that privilege get tired of being mistreated. And it makes sense. You can't tell me. You can't sit here and tell me, um, I'm going to do something for you. And every day, and you never do it, and you expect for me to go 100% for you all the time. And now, you know, every couple of months, I bring up, man, are you going to be able to do that? Prime example, I let my Motown borrow $10. My ta- Motown be like, hey, yeah, I got you. Um, I'm going to give you your $10 on, a, on Friday. Cool. I'm expecting that $10 on Friday. Friday comes. Oh, man, I'm going to have to get you next Friday. All right, bet. That next Friday, I'm going to have to get you that following Friday. After a while, you be like, damn, give me my motherfucking $10. You know what I mean? People get tired of being used and abused. And white America has to understand that the reason why people are so frustrated and getting angry is because after a while, it does take a toll. People are upset because people are out here riding. Well, they ain't got to. They don't want to ride. But the only way to get it through your thick skull is to tear up some shit. So then we start tearing up some shit, and then we get in your eyes. Now we're acting radical, and we acting like some heathens because the old man they always been like that. Well, no. When we try to be civil and try to talk to you guys, like talk to people like we got some sense, you don't want to hear us. But then when people start acting radical, when people start tearing up some shit, then okay. Now you want to start hearing some things, you know. I also feel like that maybe Joe Biden may be pandering and trying to write his wrong for the ninety-four crime bill. That's a possibility too. I'm not knocking that. 
at least he's trying to do something right for something that he knew he screwed up on. And black people have to understand that they got to take accountability for that because they also signed over to that bill. It ain't just white people. We do have some black people in our community that are fuck ups. <laughs> yeah. And it's just what it is. Yeah, we don't want to use the other term. That's just rude. Yeah. So what I'm saying is there's fuck ups in every race. 100%. You know what I mean? And it does suck. But for the mass majority of the people that have to understand for you to get change, something has, someone has to give something and for you to, someone has to give and then you can receive something in return. But if you keep taking, taking, taking like white America has been doing for generations, what do you expect? You expect for Jews to act fool. Exactly. You expect for uh, Asians, Mexicans, uh, black people, they're going to get, they're supposed to feel some type of way when you keep doing something um, against them that you, white of America, keeps doing. Exactly. So what we're going to do now is go ahead and change this subject because everybody's getting a little heated because this is a, a deeply rooted issue that's been here in America. So we're going to, well, what was the other one that we going to talk about? Was that a assuming or assumption? How, how, how was Assumptions. this supposed to be going? There we okay, go. Go ahead on. and talk that out. No, you started off because I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, while, while, uh, I wasn't even trying to, I wasn't even trying to go down together. this route. What we're going to do now, we're going to switch this conversation because everybody's getting a little tense and we want to relieve a little bit of stress. Um, so I think we, it's more me. We, we've had a po- we've had a podcast idea that we would like to go over with you guys. And it's mainly going to be about, um, I like to call it the theory of assuming or assumption, whichever one that you want to use. And is it healthy at the end of the day? And the reason why we're having this conversation is because men tend to be more of the assumers than women. And the reason that it's I not... Don't subscribe to that channel! Proceed. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, buddy. It's <laughs> not. Was today. Go Mr. Authentic on his own on that one. <laughs> Go ahead. Unpack, unpack that, sir. Yes, please. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's unhealthy and especially unhealthy in relationships. Because, see... One of the things when it comes to men over women is men tend to jump to conclusions and assume certain things that a woman expects and be completely off. Now, this is my argument. I think a lot of the assumptions when it comes to men on the reason why they do it is because women feel that men should already know what is common sense to them and men don't. And some men may, don't get me wrong, there are some that does vibrate on a higher level. But the mass majority of men tend to only just be on the bare minimum. And if you don't... All right, all right, we're back, folks. My bad, I forgot this damn alarm set every time. Okay, so... So... But it, so what I'm saying is that some people feel that, well, from a woman's perspective, they feel like they shouldn't have to tell a man what they should already know and should already be doing. And then a man will assume that what she wants him to do and then it did not be right and... um 
then there's chaos. Chris, you want to start this or do you want me to? <laughs> so these guys here, <laughs> we wholeheartedly disagree with this bullshit. He just spit out his mouth. Man, I'm not oh. saying I agree. No, but, you said that's your argument. You ain't finna argue something that you don't agree with. Yeah, that's you, the whole you, point. You set yourself up already, huh? No, y'all don't understand where I'm coming from. We understand this is a talking point. I get it. You don't support neither side. But we finna tell you exactly what's the issue with that side, which is what we're talking about now, is the assuming that we know what we're supposed to do. Okay. So how would the woman expect me to already know how to do what she want me to do for one if I hasn't if I haven't been raised that way and two if I don't know anything about what she likes because everybody's love language is different and I can't All assume right. what her love love blah, 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 what love her love language. language is if I don't get to know her first eventually over time if I know what I'm looking for via do my friends or whoever you trust to have a real conversation with to see what her love, love language may be if she don't know what that is herself because some women may not know they just know maybe, hey, maybe I like this in the man, maybe I don't like that man, or things of that nature. So <clears throat> that you, you assuming is a two-sided thing. There is no what side does it more. Everybody do it. We That's do true. it here, just walking down the street. Let's say, matter of fact, any one of us in the hood walking at twelve to two o'clock in the morning, we know good and goddamn well we ain't got no business being outside at this time because ain't nothing going down. But somebody clapping teeth or somebody finna go meet Jesus early. So, there ain't no point in you being outside at that ungodly hour. So, let's say you come across some individuals walking down the street. You don't know these people. No matter what color they are, the first thing you're going to do is go, hey, I might need to cross the street. I don't know these folks. They don't know me. And to protect myself, what did I do? Get away from any kind of conflict that could possibly arise. Because we all know it don't take much for a motherfucker to jump stupid. Because we're assuming that what they're going to do can possibly hurt us. Which, in our eyes, is survival at the end of the day. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to assume, I don't know what y'all going to do. So, I'm going to protect myself before anything jump off. So, I'm good. So, are you talking about in general or in a relationship? We can make this any kind of way you want to go. This is a broad subject. So, if we want to stick to relationships, yes, yes everybody assumes. That's Just true. like when you go, let, let, let's say we go on a date. Depending on who asks who out, <laughs> and this is where. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good issues in that. Okay. So, depending on who asks who on the date, which one do you think should pay for the date? You need to make that. It's the authentic. Okay, so question: mm-hmm. If somebody asks you That's out, on, it. no, it's not. It if somebody, loaded. if a young lady asks you out on the date. Are you wrong to assume that she's going to pay for it? Yes. Now, is she wrong to assume that you're going to pay for it? Yes. Exactly. So there but is no one side or the, the other. Everybody is, is wrong for the, the assumption. The thing is, we're, we're the, the, I guess we're the, there should be a conversation within that. Ah, okay. Be a conversation. Hey. Who the fuck is gonna have that conversation on the first day? You me? Been, I, both of y'all are first that, off, Wait a minute, no, you are no, you are a off. unique individual. You don't. No, 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 no. This is the reason why I feel like this is where things get blurred because I feel like if there is a couple, because some people feel like if that person asks you to go out on a date, then she's fitting the bill. 
You know what I mean? That's true. But however, you know, the question is to be asked, are you paying for my way? But that's the problem. Because to some women, that would be a turnoff because now she assumes that you ain't the man that she wants you to be because you ain't going to pay for the first date, even though she approached you. But that's the problem with the assumption because if the roles were switched, men wouldn't care. We would be perfectly fine. We're like, oh, you want to take me out on a date? And then you going to pay for me? <laughs> yeah, well, if I was going on a date, e- even if the girl asked me out on a date, I'm going with the ins- with with me paying. But what gave you that idea that you had to pay if the conversation wasn't because, there? Well, because to be honest with you, when I go on a date with a woman, even if she asks, ninety nine percent of the time they're gonna want me to pay. Of course, but we all know this. But that's the problem with the assumption. Well, that's not an assumption, because if I'm going to go pay, she's gonna she's. So, when I go on a date with this chick, and she, even if she asks me, she already has it in her mind that I'm going to pay. It just makes it easier for me to pay just in case she ain't got no money. <laughs> but she's assuming that you automatically going to pay without even thinking about who's going to pay for this bill if y'all happen to go somewhere extravagant and it's outside of both of your realms. Let's say if you go on that same date and you or pull out your card to pay and she says, no, I got this. That's fine. But that could still be the same thing. You didn't know neither. You still went into the date with the assumption that you was going to pay anyway. But that is true. But that's the whole point of the beauty of the conversation. I I feel feel like like that now you have to pretty much verbalize every motherfucking thing in these days because you don't want to get in everything that acquires what coming with these days. For dudes out here in the streets, we know. Well, not we know. I'm not a we. I'm, I'm a me. But y'all know who out there probably gonna bout them clapping um, different things. Um, yeah. So um, you, consent is a very important thing, and the assuming thing would get you in trouble. I definitely agree that. I definitely like the fact that you have to be more vocal. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I definitely like it because, to me, if a woman asked me out and I was to ask her, she'd be like, "I want to go and go get something to eat or whatever." Whoop. I'd be like, okay, well, where do you want to go to eat? And whatever. And um, and if she mentioned some restaurant, I'd be like, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't got the money for that. And I man, I don't, and I don't have enough money to afford for both of us to go. You know? Now, if we you want to pay. that bad boy. We can split uh, this boy. You can pay for you and I can pay for me. Indeed. If she don't so, feel well, comfortable. Let's be honest. So, uh, I heard both of y'all side of this story. And this shit is still funny to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> because... Even if you if you put this as relationship and dating type stuff, that's gonna be your communication on the talking thing. For sure. Now the assuming aspect of everything with the relationship and dating comes from a person's past, how they've been treated and what has been done. Very true. Yeah. Now, let's just be honest. Y'all talking about dating. Okay. Right. Cool. Now, if you're talking about dating, this isn't an assumption. Whatever the uh, the girls are going on dates for lunch, guys are paying for to get some. The more expensive the place is, the more she better be ready to give it up. Let's just be honest and stop the stereotypical stuff. Let's just be real with it. Now, like I say, it is on communication because when you start talking to a person, let's just be honest. My first date with a female, I'm not taking her to no restaurant. I don't care. Let's just be honest. Wow. I'm gonna take us somewhere because I'm gonna take you somewhere where we can talk. 
Yeah. I don't need the distraction of, hey, I want to order food because I'm hungry. I want this drink on the menu because this is the price. And I don't want, you know, we ain't got to go into that whole, hey, who paying for this bill? Who doing this stuff? On that first date, go for your communication. So let me ask you this. Would you feel like it's wrong if you were to go on a first date with a chicken and she paid for her own food and you paid for your own? No. I don't think that's so. Going, that's, honestly, that's, that's going Dutch. And that's protecting both of your assets because if you don't want to talk to that person ever again, you just spent money on a person that you didn't want to. So instead right. of you losing both money and time, you can just lose one. That's right. And that's a that's a mutual understanding between both of y'all is going out there because y'all need to talk. Yeah. Let's just be real about it. Me and Kelly's first date, Kelly paid. Hey, now, I like it. Now, let's be honest. Right. Now, social media will bash you because she paid. But what nope. they don't understand is, why did she pay? Nope. This is this the deal right here. Yeah, go our ahead. First date, our first date, I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to let her know. I don't know you, so... I want to go somewhere where we can actually talk. We can sit down. We ain't got to worry about all that stuff. Our first date wasn't nothing but what a walk in the park. And it was some drinks, coffee, and, you know, something simple, a bite. So it wasn't nothing big. We just walked. It was, it was in Dallas. So it was just one of the food trucks that came and pulled up that we did that day. But before we got to the point where we were going to be up for a date, it had, it had to be communication. Because right. like I told her, I, I, we can meet up, we can, you know, kick it, we can chill, we can hang out. But let's be realistic. I want to, I'm talking to somebody I'm trying to talk, I'm trying to find somebody I'm trying to talk to long term. And if you want that person on that first date, which you going to tell, you can tell if you want, uh, from a guy's standpoint, I can tell you right now, when I see the girl walking up and I meet her in the first three words, I can tell you if I'm trying to stay with her for a long time or I'm just really there to smash the kids. Well, and I mean, that goes vice versa with women, too. They you know? They Ashley said, told me the other day that women know if they're going to give some booty to the dude when they first meet him. Mm-hmm. If she's going to allow to give him that butt. When they, first, when they first look at you, they know that. Right. They're going to give it the butt. They're going to give it up. They know that. I just feel like they, when, it comes to us, uh, when it comes to some relationships, especially when you, and the best thing to do is to not assume. The better thing is to have a conversation and talk about what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And then women can't be so judgmental as well as men can't be so judgmental on what a person will not do if they're not comfortable wanting to do it. Because but this go ahead. I was like, but this is your issue when you're doing that and you're communicating. This is what people do in relationships, which is very horrible, and I'm gonna say it now. It's men and women. Well, no matter what relationship, no matter what relationship you how you started it and what you got going on, if you don't leave your past and your baggage, <clears throat> you can pretty past, much sabotage your happiness, man. You are gonna sabotage everything that you built for because this is what this is what couples do. Let's say I don't went I don't went through stuff with my exes. And I'm dating Kelly. The moment Kelly does something that's similar to anything that I've been through, I'm going on the defensive side. That's true. When you don't know the outcome, all you know is the beginning. She could have handled it totally different, but it might have just started like a small argument. Might have started because of that, but because you've been through so much stuff, and your first defensive move is, "I'm not going through this again. 
gonna hurt you before you hurt me. This is how a lot of people think when they go to relationship, not knowing, hey, this ain't the one from your past. <clears throat> yep, blowing things out of proportion. That's assuming that, yeah, you are gonna you now, quickly assume that that person is going to do the exact same thing mm-hmm. that your ex did. Yes, and this is then this is where it, it it goes on both sides, man and women. This is where your your assumption comes from. Is your past? How bad it hurt you? What you done? done what you just did? A lot of people won't date people with the same name as their ex because they feel like, hey, I gotta think about that every time, not knowing, hey, this is a completely different person. We're in a completely different space. This is a completely different time. Well, you Nobody know, saying, you know, ahead. sometimes some people feel like they're over something and not know they're over something until they're into something. That's why therapy is a lot, very important for people because you don't know if you're over something until you're in a situation. And when you're in that situation, you realize then you're not over it. That make any sense? Like, for instance, for an example, like you were saying, you get into a relationship and you got your heart broken by Tom. Now, every time you hear Tom, you're automatically brought back to the time that hurt your heart. You know what I mean? Not going to give another time the opportunity to show you something different because you don't like Tom because of what Tom did. So now you're emotionally hurt over what Tom did to you. Now you have to get over Tom and officially think that Tom or to understand like you have to let it go. And then you can start meeting different people. Now, this is where the line gets blurred because now you meet a Jake, but Jake has Tom-like tendencies. tendencies. You know what I mean? But because it's Jake, you don't see the Tom. You know what I mean? Until you're in the situation. Hold on. Hold on. Now Now you're in a situation with Jake and then you're like, damn, he act like Tom. You know what I mean? And now you're in the situation already. And you just never gave yourself enough time to under to give yourself enough time to get Tom out of your system, and now you're with I'm Jake dealing with Tom still. I should be biased. I'm on the phone with uh, with two dudes. This is uh Becky and uh Bethany or something. <laughs> what? This, this Tom and Jake. I'm on the phone with two dudes. We we talking about Bethany and Becky. We're gonna change them names around. Oh Lord, you're being so homophobic. (laughs) (laughs) The point that I'm making, the point that I'm making, but that makes sense. Yeah, the point that I'm making. Yes, don't worry about the name. Worry about the point. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You worried about the names? I worried about the point. The point is, you you have to give yourself time to get over Tom, so that way you can meet Jake. Or or another Tom, and you know, what I'm saying, and know what you like and know what you don't like. I made I made this uh, conversation with Motown a couple of weeks ago. I said I really wish. I said it's funny, like how I look at women then and how I look at women now. I said now I understand why men at an older age are more sophisticated when it comes to dealing with women in general. Because then you're more established, you understand women a little bit more, but you mostly understand what, who you are and what you like. Women tend to learn a little bit earlier than men 
that may be the case. But the point that I'm making is it's easier for you to settle early and later in your years because you are more comfortable with who you are as a man. Lies! <laughs> okay, yeah. not all cases. <laughs> not all cases. Lies! Okay, because Proceed. there are a there are a few lies people that are blessed to get it right in an early age. It's called being stubborn, but I proceed. The mule. So, yeah, damn right. <laughs> but what the point that I'm making is the the more comfortable you are on who you are as a person makes it easier for you to find your ideal idealistic person. No matter who you are. If y'all would have to agree. Except mm, for you. No. I'm, 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 I ain't gonna agree with that. You already know how I feel. I don't know. The <laughs> world don't know how you feel. <laughs> the world knows exactly how I feel. They heard me scream lies three times. <laughs> okay, so why do you feel different about it then? Well, it depends on where you come from in the conversation. Because if you tell me that... We know who we are at an older age. Hell no. We got people still going through a midlife crisis once they hit 30 and up. So, no. That ain't got shit yeah. to do with nothing. We all see the motherfucker who old as hell ain't got no business on a motorcycle, but they have to with no fucking helmet on. That's a midlife crisis because they still going through the loop of trying to figure out who they are and what they want. And whoever they was with trying to build whoever, whatever this fictitious uh, version of themselves was, they unhappy with themselves. So at the end of the day, now they out here searching for material shit to make them feel like somebody. But no. that's because they're not comfortable with who they are as a person. Yeah. No, no young girl older age is going to make you do that. You have to do that mentally on your own. There that's, is no time for that. True. You're right. Because knowing better doesn't, knowing better doesn't have a time. Right? Then you're going to do better. Right. So uh, I, I agree. That's why I say on that yeah. one, I yeah, agree I to a certain understand. extent. Because age has like, a lot of people, oh, well, girls are more mature at this age. No, they're just the ones that you talk to. Right. So age had nothing to do with your maturity or you finding yourself or nothing like that. Now, I'm going to say if you're in elementary, that, that that's a lie. You yeah. don't really understand yourself like that. But as you get up and you explore the world, you talk to more people, or you do more things, you tend to see what you want, uh, what you want out of life and stuff like that. Now, you get all that at a younger age when you're finding your partner Sometimes you gonna you gonna fail a couple times, but some people got that where they can. Hey, I've been such and such. We click like this. This is how we've been rocking ever since. Right, and that's so true. It's rare, they, but it does happen. It def it definitely does happen. Motown is one of the rarities because <clears throat> he's over here ecstatic about you know being one of the rarities. Amen. But I've realistic. said no such things. I've been minding my own business in my <laughs> happy cul-de-sac. <laughs> Don't you let him put them assumptions on me. There you go, assume no, it again. No, that ain't, that's not an assumption, though. That's kind of that's If y'all can hear, okay. if you, you hear got, him you shaking yours. his hands over here, the rough-ass hands. <laughs> you found yours and got, you know, y'all clicked, and that's y'all one of them people that, hey, we gonna work it this way, and this way work for us. Right. You, you you did. You found your one that, you know, you wanted to be with and the one you wanted to stay with for a while. The one you felt like losing that don't hurt you more than anything. I know 25,000 people, and he the only one. That's a rarity. You see how that works? 
I, Boom. I can either confirm nor deny. Exactly. I'll rest my case on that. And, and I guarantee you, out of most of those 25,000 people, half of them wasn't married in a marriage household with a strong value system. So that has a lot to do with it as well. Okay. Okay. I, I, can, I can hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I, I can make this an argument. <laughs> this ain't an no argument. Well, let's just say. If we go to the numbers, we know most of us was married, was born out of wedlock. So, let's, uh, let's let's talk about it. Watch your numbers. Eighty percent of the months probably went there. Oh lord, yeah, you already getting too close. Hold on, December. Rough ass. He didn't, he, oh, lord, he didn't hit. Oh lord, he didn't hit. Yeah. God damn. Let me handle my shit like that. <laughs> Forgive me. I'm sorry. Yeah, this nigga real guy. Rough as hell. Excuse my outburst. So, anyways, what? Let's 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 talk about that for a minute. Hmm. Being in a successfully marital. Uh, household does help you build more confidence in who you are as a person because you have a strong foundation. The strong... Hold on, sir. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Now, if the stronger the foundation, I smell smoke. Yeah, the stronger the foundation, the better the tree grows. That is true. Now, I'm not saying it's because. He, oh, hold on, I'm not listen, I'm not saying because his family, his father and his mother stayed together for years that his foundation wouldn't have been as strong. But what I'm saying is more likely the stronger your foundation is, the the more mature you become as a person when you when you reach a certain age. I can say definitely it's safe to say that. No. You would definitely agree, because I already know what you're about to say, and you're going to agree with me. But go ahead, I'm gonna let you, I'm entertain you. You're going to agree with me. I ain't agreeing with you. Yeah, you're going to. So go ahead and <laughs> go. No I'm, I'm entertain no what way. you're about to say, so you can agree with me. Go ahead. Ain't, ain't no way. Ain't no way. You get where I'm coming from. He, you're fixing to agree with me, but go ahead. I'm gonna entertain. I, I, I ain't, I ain't, I'm not agreeing with that one. Why do you disagree? I'm, I'm not agreeing with that one because. I mean, I already know myself. I knew what I wanted and didn't want. And my mom married my dad later on. So that, coming from a married standpoint, that that's just what you see. That ain't that's you can base your foundations off of stuff like that of what you see. But sometimes what you see and what you grow up with is not always the key. Like it's a lot of people out here married that are miserable. Okay, so let me ask you a question. You ready? Go ahead. Would your mother be your strong foundation? My mom is. Boom. Home run. Nope. Ain't no home run. I'm done. Ain't no home run. You're sitting here talking about marriage and seeing, oh, your foundation is this and that when you grew up with that. You got to think about it. I didn't grow up with a dad. I grew up with my mom. It doesn't matter. The point that... that, uh -huh. the point that, that your point is marriage marriage and foundations, correct? So if you're more if you are with a married couple and your mom and your dad or your you know, whoever the spouse is at the time, they're married and you're growing up seeing that. That's your basis off of this right now. Correct? No, sir. Go what did you just explain? What I'm explaining is I also said that one hundred percent of it's not one hundred percent of the time that because they're married the strong they may have a strong foundation because there are cases where people such as yourself and me that had strong foundations built for us 
even if they was not married. The stronger foundation helped you mature on who the person you was. Even if it was a woman that raised you by herself or a married person. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what you just explained. Yeah. What you were saying at first <laughs> was not that. <laughs> I, what a guy. He said it. I already, I already knew where you was going. Uh-uh. Because, uh-uh. Okay, so check this out. Check this out. So basically what he was saying was, you got to think about it. I got two different households. One household was just my mom. Right. The other household was my dad and his wife. Therefore, I had two different foundations who made me the man that I am today. Right. It wasn't necessarily because they one was married. No, it was the other one that had a lot to do in what I am today. The as well. stronger foundational home is what helped him mature better. Because his foundation just happened to be the married foundation. Your foundation happened to be your mom. Not theoretically your father. Had nothing to do with who the person you are. Your foundation and why your foundation is strong is because your mother laid that foundation for you. The stronger your foundation is, the better your tree will grow. Your mother laid that foundation down for you. That's the reason why you are the person you are today. Mm, I wouldn't say you. I wouldn't say foundations. I wouldn't. Okay. Well, I'm gonna just. I go more off of just because honestly, a foundation is your strength, but the building pieces that leads up to that okay. is what matures you and and molds you into what you are. Okay, elaborate. Because because you, my mom's foundation and what my mom believed in with how you work, how you do stuff. I picked up certain things from her mm-hmm. on doing that, but a lot of stuff she did really won't work for me. And that makes so, sense. So it is, it's, for me, it's more based off of pretty much, I'm going to put this, your water and your fertilizer grows your tree. Right. Because a tree can grow on the side of a cliff sideways. That's true. But does that make it a strong base? It, it, it's, it's standing there. It ain't fail yet because it's, it's roots. But where, even when you say come, it, but your point that you're making is you saying and it didn't fail yet. It, but you won't, you won't know. That's the, that's the only issue about your whole growth and your whole thing. You don't, you're not really establishing what it is because you are growing and changing every day. And that's true. But you don't see people planting trees on the side of a rock. You, you don't, but a tree is going to grow where it can grow. Exactly. There, there it's, it's possible it's that gonna... a tree will grow where it's going to grow, but that doesn't mean that it's supposed to grow and it's going to have a strong foundation on the side of a cliff, thus in the middle of a soil where there ain't, you know. But that's like a rose or a weed growing out of concrete. That's true. It's still going to grow, but guess what's going to happen to that rose on that concrete? It's going to get mowed over by feet. It's going to get trampled. It's going to get chopped. Same thing with that grass and this land. It's still going to get chopped. If something, something is in its way or wants to be there more or an influence that wants to change you more, it can alter you no matter what your foundation is or where you're at. But that's so that's strong. why I, I say off of growth-wise because I picked up a lot of stuff from my mom or even my brother now or my stepbrother, my brother-in-law. It's... it's growing and maturing you're gonna do that daily well i feel like that argument doesn't make well that i just feel like i would have to disagree with that argument because in the same sense your growth did 
have some, your, everyone in your life did partake in your growth. But your mother is what laid that foundation for that growth. Even if you're saying that you did pick up things along the way, your mother sowed that seed first. Of course, your parents are gonna sow a seed first. They had you. It, that's the now whole that, point. That unless, I made they it. Gave, unless they gave, unless they gave you up, yes. But My your mother didn't that. sow your seed on the side of a cliff. If she sowed your seed on the she side the of a cliff, could. you wouldn't be as stubborn as you are. Because no, then, that's a that's a lie. Wait, uh, no, that's a lie. Because your stubbornness is what's gonna help you stick and grow there. If you're on the side hanging on, right? You're you're stuck in your. You, the reason why you're stuck in it, you're you won't be moved, is because you're in some thick soil and you grew and you're rooted. Real deep into the ground that your mother planted your ass in. Yeah, son. she Get planted it. your ass in there. That's why you hey, not want to agree saying. with me because you're hey, stubborn. This hey, also proves granny, my point. Your granny, your granny, your soul, you move, but it ain't gonna stop a lot of growth. I'm sorry, huh? But, but that yeah. ain't got nothing yeah, to do with growth, we, kid. If, but yeah, we going with that one. So my you mama, agree? So you done? My mama planted the seed. All right, as long as as long as we okay. I already told you was gonna agree exactly. anyway, so that's all I want to say. <laughs> you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, we, we agree with we agree with the seed thing. That's, okay. that's, 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 that's the foundation. That's all we need. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all we need. Mama started it. Amen. Amen. There you go. Mama started. It. I'm gonna agree with you on that. Mama started. It. Right, right, right. One hundred percent. You know. <laughs> Man, Chris, I swear, man, you well, so you so wild. <laughs> we are in tripping at you. Oh, I man. swear to God, I know you too well. When I said what I said, Motel sitting over here like, oh man. So I set it up. Okay, we're back, man. I'm sorry, y'all, but you know, I when I set that up, I knew I already knew where you was going. See, the one thing about you, Chris, is I love is that. When you have an argument, everything reverts back to something personal in your life. And you always revert it back to your mom. So I already knew where you was going with it. So when Markel said what he said, I said, oh, let me go ahead and make sure that I cover my bases. Because I know Chris is going to disagree. Hang on. You didn't cover your bases with that one because we had to go into something totally different. For you to try to put that back off in there. That's why I told you to explain. And that's when you're like, no, if your mom did this, and I said this before, I said this before, which no, you didn't. Nah, he did, bro. He did. When you go back and listen no, to this podcast, go back and listen. You gonna go back and listen to this episode? You gonna be like, damn. damn. <laughs> oh my bad. It's my hey, uh, hey, you. say you already know when I get quiet, you might want to think about that. Rethink your strategy. <laughs> My bad. My bad if I didn't catch you. But I could have sworn you didn't say. Hey, hey, you know uh, me. Anytime I get quiet, I ain't got nothing good to say. Look, I look at it <laughs> like this. That's my fault. I have to cover my bases because from I get where he, I get both sides of the, you know, I get both sides of it. Because, yeah, I understand where Chris is coming from because Chris has, and I also grew from different, uh, we, yeah, single house uh, backgrounds. And you didn't. So, when I say things, yeah. I also have to cover the the married household and the single household because there are anomalies where 
you know, single mothers are raising decent kids and whatever. So I get it. I got you on that one. And whatever. I'm but anyways, man, with that being said, y'all, this is another episode of the Unpacking Podcast. I had to make Chris understand that I'm always right. <laughs> I'm not subscribing to that either. Don't you put Motown in there. Don't you put me in that. Mm, I don't want none of that bad juju. Not at all. Man, I do appreciate all the love and everybody that came in on this and whatever. Y'all got anything y'all need to say? Oh. Appreciate y'all for stopping by. About it for me. Um, we Definitely. Are, the eviction ban has been lifted, so a lot of house, a lot of people that are living in their homes and that are going through some things may be getting evicted out of their house and their homes. Um, so I'm going to put the um, the unpacking podcast wants to try to make sure that we can, you know, help out where we can. So we will be wanting us to receive any kind of donations if you guys want to help out, because I know a lot of people are probably going to end up losing their house and their homes because of the pandemic and whatever. So um, the Unpacking Podcast app, cash app will be in the description. Man, we'll take whatever you guys want to offer and whatever. We're still putting money in the pot so we can make sure we can help some kind of family that's in need. We don't care if we have to pay a bill, get them groceries, something. So I just want everyone to kind of keep an eye out on that. We're going to post this on Twitter, on Instagram. Instagram is the Unpacking Podcast. Twitter is the Unpacking Podcast. YouTube is the Unpacking Podcast. <laughs> so, I mean, with that being said, man, if you guys like what we got to say, like what we did and everything that we're doing, I appreciate it. And if you didn't like it and you guys thought it was some BS and didn't like any of the mess we're saying, hey, that's that's cool, too. We also appreciate that. This you is the Unpacking Right. So what's your point? Look, let us know your points. Let us know some stuff. And right. ladies, like, come closer. We need some more ladies in here. A lot of and our conversations are one-sided because it is a lot of us men. So we definitely want to incorporate more women and whatever. So if there is a, if we said something and a woman's like, hell no, nah, I disagree with you guys, man, hey, we understand that too. But today, this is the Unpacking Podcast, and we unpacked. Deuces, man. Yes, sir. Out. Deuces.